powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Sorry, I was muted there, but yeah, it's uh, it's time, folks. I think after a performance like that, it's uh, it's time to bring back everybody's best friend. For those of you listening on playback, you'll see the tweets, you'll see the pictures. Robert, make this the thumbnail. Make this the thumbnail. Oh my God, what was that? What was that? Welcome to Game Over Calgary. I'm happy to have you guys all here. Um, this is, uh, I'm happy to have you here, but I'm unhappy to be presenting this to you the way we have, uh, or the way the way it kind of came to be tonight. But it is a game over that Audi's hosting, so you know that, um, you know that this was bound to happen. It's just the unwritten rules of Game Over Calgary. It's the Audi curse. Uh, welcome to Game Over Calgary. Like I mentioned, my name is Audi James. Good show lined up for you guys today. Um, lots to break down, lots to dissect, lots to talk about. There was some good, there was a lot of bad, and um, my heart is thumping right now. I don't know, you could probably hear it through, uh, through the mic right now because I'm just, uh, there's a lot going on here right now. And um, I'm not overly impressed. I'm not overly happy, and, and Flames fans shouldn't be either. Um, that was just a pitiful, pathetic performance. Uh, I, I don't know which, what, what, what more to say. I'm at a loss for words at this point. Want to bet? Then get in on the action at Sports Interaction. The boys of summer are back on the diamond, and March Madness is on deck. Baseball is back, baby. Let's go. Bet, pre- bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Head to sportsinteraction.com SDPN. Or if you're in Ontario, uh, download the app right now using QR code on the bottom of your screen. So this little gaffer right here will be up for the duration of the stream. If you're in Ontario, scan that QR code, download the SIA app, and uh, you can get in on the action with Sports Interaction. 19 plus, please play responsibly. If you or anybody you know has any gambling problems, please be sure to reach out. Uh, there's lots of resources in the show notes for you to uh, to get resources. And without further ado, boys, boys, this is not uh, this is not how I wanted this night to go. I'm happy to have uh, my pals from uh, the Bandwagon Hockey Podcast, Ryan Heineman and uh, and Mitchell Thompson as well. How are you boys doing? Uh, I know how you guys are doing. Better than me, that's for damn sure. Um, but uh, but 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 yeah, how are you how are you guys doing on this uh, this fine evening of a Calgary Flames loss? I definitely thought the uh, vibes of this show would be a little bit different about ten minutes ago. It took a full, oh, so did took I. A, took a full one eighty there in the last couple minutes. Oh, so yeah, did I. It uh, it certainly took a turn there. Um, I thought this was going to go a very different direction, and I thought these emotions were going to be very different, but uh, <laughs> here we are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Dave and all the boys at Sports Interaction are happy with me, at least tonight. I took the Flames in regulation, which mm. looked great until two minutes left in uh, in the entire hockey game. So, yeah, it was... Were they um, favored? Uh, no, but but it was plus money in regulation. Okay. So uh, it was uh, plus one hundred and five in regulation. So they they weren't the favored they weren't favored um, straight up money line, but uh, but if you went in and did in regulation, they did uh, right. the, the odds were were you, you got your money back. So or money back and then some. So it would have been uh, would have been a nice little day for me. But now I'm twice as sad because I'm out thirteen dollars and uh, the Calgary Flames lose on another game over Calgary. And a lot of people in the comments already, 40 people saying sends. So 
Um, yeah. boys. I was just going to say that's what we like to call an Ottawa send. Yeah, it was, Got a, sensed. It was a good sensing tonight. Um, you know what? I, I got to start this off by giving a lot of props and a lot of credit to uh, one Mad Sogard. Um, Medicine Hat Tigers legend. Love that guy. Watched him a lot. My fiance is from Medicine Hat. As you can see, I uh, got the old representing the hat here on the hoodie tonight. But um, yeah, he was a lot of fun to watch in junior. He was a great Medicine Hat Tiger. He's like six seven. He's just a behemoth in the net. And um, you know what? He had himself a pretty darn good hockey game. That's his third game in the NHL. I think he played two last year, right? Yeah. Two last year. Uh, so his record is now two and two and one. Because I think his first game he won, and then he ended up losing the second one, something along those lines. But either way, um, hell of a performance for the young netminder who uh, is in on some unprecedented circumstances, given uh, given the, uh, the the struggles in the crease in Ottawa. Ryan, I'll start with you. Uh, just your thoughts on Mads' performance tonight, and uh, and uh, I guess the whole situation in the crease for Ottawa as a whole. Yeah, I'll just start with uh, Sogard specifically. I thought he had a really good game tonight. Like, in the few games he got last year, he, he was pretty solid. But I think, uh, like some people were saying on Twitter tonight, the rebound control was a little shaky. That looked a lot better tonight. Um, he just looked really solid in the net. So that was really promising for the future. Like you said, he's he's 6'7". You can't teach that size. So that's already an inherent... Uh, and an inherent uh, uh, ability above others. So um, to see kind of those fundamentals coming along too, it's a, it's a good sign in kind of a, a really bad situation in the Ottawa net right now. And uh, Mitchell, the shot volume from Calgary is, is pretty high. And it's been like that all year. The Flames are known for their shot volume. Whether or not they come from a dangerous area is yet is another story. They, they like to take a lot of perimeter shots. The Flames got uh, some pretty decent looks tonight. I'll give them that. In the past few games, They've kind of been working things down low, getting into that high danger uh, diamond in front of the net, kind of right in the slot there. Um, lots of lots of shots getting through, but uh, Mads Mads looked pretty solid tonight. Yeah, like Calgary really overwhelmed Ottawa. I thought in the first I don't know fifty five minutes of the game, yep. um, the shots weren't even close. I think at one point it was like twenty seven to eleven, something along those lines, and it kind of fell in line with their game against Buffalo. Uh, was it on Saturday when they outshot them 23 to five or whatever yep. in the second period? I mean, yep. yeah. And Buffalo um, had two goals on those five shots, by the way. No, that's yeah. So I was yeah. just about to mention Impressive that, but uh, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense now that you mentioned that a lot, they're like a lot of, what was the word you used? Shop? Just perimeter shots. That's all they, yeah, it's, just... it's, 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 it's all shots from distance. Uh, Daryl loves to preach getting shots on goal. It don't matter where they come from, just as long as you're getting the rubber to the net. And uh, <laughs> the Flames outshoot their opponent opponents on most nights, uh, but they 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 very rarely convert. So it's nice to see uh, Dylan Dubé, who had a great game tonight for Calgary, two goals. He's got I think six points in his last two games. He had four points against Buffalo. So uh, nice to see Dylan kind of late in the season, kind of finding his feet too. We know the kind of player that he can be. Everybody, uh, if you're a fan of, of, of hockey in general or in, or in Canada, uh, you know how good he is. He was good in the World Juniors for Canada as well uh, some years ago. But, yeah, it was uh, all in all not a not a great final, let's call it three minutes there for the Calgary Flames. The, uh, the Sens um, 
don't think they scored a power play goal all game. They had lots of chances to uh, Calgary having a very, uh, very solid night uh, on both sides of special teams, converting on power plays and, and, uh, and shutting down on the penalty kill. Um, there was a stretch there where Ottawa played four minutes straight um, at five on four back-to-back penalties. Zadorov got that little chance out of the box and then they went right back to five on four again. And they didn't convert on the power play. The Flames did a great job shutting them down. But God forbid they go six on five because that's when that's when the danger happens. And, and we saw that happen there in the last uh, last couple minutes. And, Just... and, and you know what? They've been terrible at six on five all year long. That makes, like, that makes I wanna so say... much sense. I want to say that's maybe their second all year. Like, how many goals have they scored with the goalie pulled? I feel like it's been very little this year. I, hey, Mitch? I think, yeah, no, I think that's it. Um, I, I know I haven't seen one uh, in person yet this year, so. Yeah, and, and you, you, uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to spill the beans. Mitchell missed tonight's game. Uh, he had tickets just to come on the show, so, um, that was that's dedication. That was a damn good game. So we appreciate you being here. But yeah, it was uh, as as we like to call it in Calgary, it was a very flamesy loss. Um, <laughs> getting sick and fucking tired of coming on here and just talking about the same old bullshit uh, with various guests. Oh, by the way, this is game over Calgary history tonight. This is the first time we have three people on the show. Um, we have two guests tonight instead of just one. Yeah, pat, round of applause. Pat on the back. That's one positive to come out. If you're a Calgary Flames fan, or if you're a fa- uh, fan of the uh, Game Over shows, but yeah, it was um, I, like I said, like like I said off the hop, like I broke out old faithful. I'm I'm pissed off. That was a fucking pitiful performance. It was, and, and you know what? It wasn't even. I'm I'm being really hard because I think yeah. the Flames played pretty good up until yeah, that. They la- like they just As- they, they just gave it up. As like primarily a Sens fan, I was seething throughout most of that game. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure I looked up halfway through the second period, and Ottawa had like five shots. Yeah. Um. It was, it was a really good game by Calgary for the most part, but Ottawa, um, like they, they've had a hard time coming back in the third period too, and for some reason they were just able to find it tonight. The they were Sens... able to get a, a, a good bounce in front too. Like I, there was a ton of. Uh, a ton of traffic on the on the first one, the Batherson goal there. That was that was a little bit tough to to kind of see that balance all the way through, but found and a way. Audie and that's that's not something they've been able to do. Yeah, that was oh a nice God, shot. Yeah. That was a nice. Audie shot. has has uh, has Calgary been having the Markstrom conversation? Oh like, yeah, oh yeah, it's going on yeah. right now. It's going on right now in the chat. No, but like how recently? Because he's he's been very bad, and like, that like game that three. Sl- that <laughs> I'm not even that's shitting you. <laughs> that's the goal yeah. in overtime was weird. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. Short side oh, yeah. falling over. Oh yeah, that's that's typical. That's typical. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I because saw that it, coming, and I was like, you know what? And my fiance and I were watching the game. She's like, I'm like, so who you got in overtime? She's like Stutzla. I'm like, yeah, that's probably you're probably right. Uh, and sure as shit, it was Stutzla. But yeah, that's kind of been Markstrom's mo this season. Is just those fucking weak ones. Just, just mm-hmm. like you gotta have like one more save, like one more save, make one big save, and he wasn't mm. even really like highly, uh, like contested this game. Like what the no. Sens finished with, like eighteen shots, nineteen shots. 
Yeah, Something I'm not like sure they got to 20. Yeah, I, I'd be surprised if they got to 20 because I think that was their only shot in overtime, and I think they finished the game with 17. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think you're right. It was their only shot towards the goal that I can remember. Anyways, like uh, the Flames had it for the majority of overtime. I'm pretty sure that was like their first controlled uh, entry into the zone. And Hannafin had of a them, fucking anyways. breakaway. Hannafin yeah. had the game on his stick, and he missed the goddamn nets. Oh my god. It's just like uh, as a, as a, as someone who covers this team, it's it's so frustrating cuz you just like I don't know. Like okay, I'll we'll we'll pause for a second. We're going to read some of the chat cuz there's a lot of people in here and there's a lot of really good uh conversation going on. So I do want to get to the chat. Um but I want to table something that I was going to bring up. Um just a couple things uh, we'll talk about, but either way, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll table that for a second. 46 people watching live right now. Uh, thank you so much for doing so. Subscribe to the SCPN YouTube channel. If you haven't done so already, like the stream, help the algorithm boost us up and share it on Twitter. Get all these, uh, get people. If you're a Sens fan, get people in here saying Sens to make me feel uh, even more sad. Um, let's go back to the start here. Um, J money. Yeah. Got to give credit to Mad Sogard. What a performance uh, he had. He definitely did. Conrad saying, sorry, audience chat can't do it tonight. We are sellers. We'll talk about that momentarily. Oh. Um, acquiring Tyler Myers solves all the problems. LOL. Yeah, I don't know about that. The Audi curse strikes again. Uh, shout out to the Knight who said the Audi curse strikes again. The Knight was the first person to comment on today's stream. And it was this morning at like 645. I hop in. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I click. So every morning, Berkshire sends me the stream link. I go in, make sure everything looks good on the description and whatnot. And there's already one person waiting other than me. And I'm like, what? And I look at the chat and it was the night saying, oh, Audi's hosting a hell of a performance, Ottawa, or something like that. And <laughs> and that's just kind of what it's come to be here um, on Game Over Calgary. Uh, a lot of people calling for Dustin Wolf. Um, maybe we can talk about that too. Uh, Left-handed Penman, good to see you. Thanks for stopping by again. Says, I'm putting this on Markstrom. You can give him the benefit of the doubt on all those goals, but two short side, he didn't close off, and a rebound, he didn't swallow up. Uh, all excellent points as well. Uh, Flames trying to sell at the trade deadline. Or, Sorry, I completely misread that. Flames trying to set all-time record for overtime losses, which we'll segue into right away here. Sends, sends, sends. Lots of people... Uh, that's so them. awesome let's go sense <laughs> yep. fans oh yeah uh, i'm sure that uh they'll they'll go watch mod and then they'll come over here say sensed and then hop back into mod stream as well yeah. by the way if you're sense fan mod is also live on the sdpn sports youtube channel with her takes on quite a comeback i'd love to be in that stream right now because it's just probably all happy and yeah sensed um would love to say i'm stunned i'm not 25 is completely useless to this team currently can anyone explain why z went to the box for kachuk skating into him and bouncing off um i don't know i think that was was that an interference call the whole officiating was questionable tonight that they were they were calling everything both sides. yeah I've both ever sides. Watched. they were calling a lot that probably could have been let go kind of like that um you know last couple minute <laughs> flag in the super bowl yesterday oh, yeah. but i digress um how we feel about that yeah how do you feel there we're not, uh we're not sports talking fan? about that i'm an eagles <laughs> fan too oh i know why <laughs> eagles fly baby it didn't uh it didn't work i'm sure you're a sense fan saying great effing game uh calgary so good but trade markstrom lots of uh lots of sell 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 there's nothing to sell without going into four to five year rebuild uh we will talk about that in a bit but i did want to talk about one thing from a Calgary Flames perspective. Okay. 
Did you guys know how many overtime losses the Flames had coming into tonight? No, but I know now. Not off the top of my head. They were tied for 10 OT losses with, let me see here, Dallas, who happens to be first in the Central. Uh, the Flyers, who have 10. And I believe that's all. They the are Sharks now, have 11. The Sharks have 11. That's right. Actually, good point. I didn't even recognize that. They're now tied with the San Jose Sharks, who have 45 points and are sitting in 7th in uh, the wildcard race for the uh, <laughs> for the Western Conference um, with 11 overtime losses. If the Calgary Flames win five of those, that's five more points. They got 61 right now. That puts them at 66 points, which is good for second in the Pacific Division. So not only is that, not only is that a testament to how close the Pacific Division is because it's tight as hell right now, Edmonton mm-hmm. 65 in third, Seattle 65 in second, Vegas 68 in first. Um, it's a testament also that, you know, one timely save or one good goal in overtime that hits the nets, not 25 feet wide, Noah Hannafin, um, puts this team in a much better position and we're probably not breaking out our good friend, the paper bag on tonight's stream because they're sitting a little bit prettier in the, in the Pacific division. So it's um, it's frustrating to say the least. It's uh, it's it's not it's not great. Ottawa moves up to 53 points. They don't really make much ground. Uh, the Flyers still ahead of them by one point, but the Sens have three games in hand. Um, do you think the Sens do anything? Like, do you think there's like a there's a hamburger run here with Mad Sogard or uh, or what are we looking at here with uh, with the Sens boys? I'll start with you, uh, with Mitch. Yeah, I don't. I think Hambler, Hamburglar runs a bit uh, wishful thinking. It'd be pretty neat with the youngster coming yeah. in. Um, I'm very nervous for this deadline. I I don't really trust Pierre Dorian as a general manager, to be completely honest, because I think his job's on the line, and uh, he seems like the kind of GM that'll go make a trade for either a rental he thinks he can re-sign or do something along the lines of a third round pick for Travis Hamonic, but we're not going to talk about that um i don't know i uh, i'm not looking forward to the deadline because they don't have much to sell um but they have a lot that they could trade away in terms of futures for uh, a lost season at this point ryan yeah it's even with the win tonight i I don't think there's much of a chance the east is just so stacked in general not to even like hone in on their own division um which is even more of a shit show so um it, I, I just don't see it this year for the Sens, especially with all the injuries that just keep piling up and up and up. Um, but it, it is interesting now that you point this out, um, all of the Calgary OT losses. If Has the score updated yet? No, I it hasn't. That's Ottawa, what I'm going off of. Yeah, I think Ottawa tied Calgary in wins tonight. I got it. I hate I the NHL point system so much. That's fucked. Are you kidding me? Are it's you a joke. kidding me? Ottawa has as many wins as Calgary right now. What and look at where they that, both that, are. That's shocking. Like, I, I what a joke. Even, Good catch. I didn't even realize that until now. Great catch. Uh, by the way, Julian McKenzie, how are you, fella? Uh, damn, not the paper bag. He says. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, it's been one of those nights, dude. It's uh. I'll I'll talk to you later. I'll shoot you a message later and we can vent. Um but yeah, it's uh 
That's crazy. Twenty. They they tied the. That's a good catch. I never even noticed that. You should put that out as a tweet. That would. Uh, yeah, that'd be I a might. that'd be a banger tweet. Um, Calgary just loses better than Ottawa does, I guess. Calgary yeah. just has it. Yeah, they they have a good. They're, they're really good at getting. Uh, either finding a way to come back and force overtime and get a point out of it or blow a lead and just blow overtime. It's, yeah, it's, you can th- you can think of this two ways. Like, Ottawa is brutal. They just almost never get to overtime. When they lose, they flat out lose. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, not, they're not in the games. <laughs> I would lose. rather that. I would honestly rather that, though. For, for, yeah. for Calgary's sake, I'd rather them just lose and not give anybody a glimmer of hope. And everybody, yeah, I guess you don't get the heartbreak then. No, you don't get the heartbreak. <laughs> you don't get it's, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens here in um, Calgary Flamesland. And it's funny, you can look if you're a Flames fan, you can put this on me as much as you want because I'm hosting game over. Here's another, you know, add fuel to the fire as to why I'm a curse to this team. One of my notes up until like the five minute mark before the game took a fucking turn was, um, Markstrom hasn't looked terrible because I, because <laughs> that I, was literally one of the things I wanted to bring up was that he looked pretty solid. Yeah. He had a great game against uh, Buffalo uh, aside from two goals on three shots to start the game. Uh, you throw that out the window. He had a pretty solid game, but man, oh man, you just need one more save. You just need two yeah. more saves. You need it's the time. It's, ones. Yeah. And those are the ones that beat him every single time. And you talk about it, Mitchell with, you know, how long has this discussion been happening in Calgary? This chat and Twitter will be a true testament to tell you exactly how Flames fans are feeling on the Jacob Markstrom front. And it's that people are sick and tired of it. He makes a lot of money, doesn't come up clutch. And, and I was the biggest defender of Jacob Markstrom to start the year because at that time, the Flames D wasn't doing anything to to kind of, you know, do him any favors in front. They, they stunk in their own zone. They forced way too many turnovers. Uh, way too many odd man rushes and and he got no run support and that can still be true but at the same time um I'm, I'm getting to that point now where i'm a little bit concerned and there's this guy waiting in the ranks who's way too good to be playing in the american hockey league right now named dustin wolf who's just yep. knocking on the door and this guy named dan vladar who just happens to be way better than jacob markstrom this season but daryl rides his guy we know daryl sutter rides his guy and it's getting to be um it's getting to be a little bit concerning because the flames, um, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I, I truly don't know what they are or what they're going to do because we see glimmers of hope. It gets shattered when you lose to teams like Detroit. It gets shattered when you all do respect, lose to teams like Ottawa. Um, <laughs> and, and Ottawa's just kind of had Calgary's number. Same the- number of wins. Yeah, that's. I can't fucking. I can't fucking what believe does, that. What does Markstrom have after this year? Three years left at six million. Yes, sir. Um, he was a Vesna candidate last year, right? Like he's oh, top yeah. three. He, yeah, he was top three. I think yeah. he may have finished second. Like, I I honestly think like if I'm a Flames fan, like I would I wouldn't really worry about it until next year. If if a goalie has two bad years in a row, I'd worry about it. But goalies are such. Like so ridiculous, yeah. On a year-to-year true. basis, like Linus Allmark is gonna win the Vesna this year. Yeah, that's crazy. I uh, I wouldn't stress it too much. Like maybe you can chalk it up to one bad year. Although that's not really what you want when you've got when you had all these big moves last off season. You got like Kadri at thirty years old or whatever, Huberto, uh, Uyghur, all these guys like on I think either at or on the wrong side of thirty. Um, but uh, I, I'd give it another year before I get super worried about Jacob Markstrom. 
So yeah. is is there a mate is there a major hesitation to not play Vlidar much more? Like I, I think he just be, won't I, consider it. I, I think okay, look, at this point, since um since this the new year, they've kind of been splitting starts. Like it seems like that's I don't know if it's been a dead even split, but but he's been playing a okay. little bit more. Um but boys, like you remember those LA Kings years. How many games did Mar- uh, Jonathan Quick play? Yeah. Right? Like he played so many games. He rides his guy. Markstrom played like 60 plus games last year. It's uh it, it, he rides his guy. I don't know if Markstrom is still his guy right now or what the what the case is with uh with with number 25, but um I think it's time to give a little bit of a little bit more leash to uh Vladar who's been great. He's 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 shown, you know, he the team seems to get up in front of him more than they do with Markstrom anyway. So, um, a quick one from Julian: the Canadians have three fewer wins than the Calgary Flames, for what it's worth. Montreal wow. um, has twenty two wins; the Flames have twenty five. When you start to look at it like that, it's like, damn! Like the loser points are really what are keeping Calgary afloat right now. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the loser point in general, but that's Me a whole neither. different discussion. Me neither. It's it's something we could go on about. Uh, James Johnson, we'll go to some of the some of the texts or some of the messages here in the live chat. Uh, thank you to all 56 people watching right now. By the way, it's been uh, it's been an interesting show. It's kind of flying by too. I can't believe how how long yeah. we've been going on for, and uh, it's been some good good conversation on both ends. James saying fire Sutter agenda grows stronger by the day. Um, yeah, Daryl has been questionable at times this year and it's just been yeah i don't know a lot of you're either on one side of the fence or the other and that seems to be the divide in flames twitter right now um dubay has been great lately at least uh let's see here uh his save percentage i'm sure this is in regards to markstrom his save percentage is 890 and cost us the series against the oilers uh yeah he was not that was kind of the beginning of the end there was that uh, yeah or not beginning of the end, the downfall, I guess you could say. Um, put Lucic in net, boys big enough to fill it out. That one coming from Cameron. <laughs> That's funny. He that was hunting Timmy tonight. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He was uh, he was in on that was just about all he was in on. He was, plays yeah. some ugly hockey, man. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, there like... was a time when he was playing and he was playing on the wing with Huberto and Kadri, so. And really? that, that was oh yeah like three weeks of it boys it was it was a rough time here in Flamesland. Oh, he's just so like hard to watch yeah thank you thank you i hope everybody who defends him just took notes that the two <laughs> sens fans think milan lucci just hard to watch they watch we sens awesome hockey Watson. on the regular yeah and they have yeah. austin Wa- who almost scored <laughs> yeah. tonight did you see that tip yeah. yeah that tip in front i was like yeah. holy shit that was that was good for one he's usually good for one of those chances a month yeah, and that at was... least your fourth line can have somewhat sustained possession. Ours is just grenade. Yeah, thank you, Trevor guy. Lewis, and that's about it. <laughs> if, had it not been for Trevor Lewis, um, let's see. The OT lost to Ottawa is the third time the Flames have had a multi-goal third period lead and then lost in overtime this season. They've rallied also... back from a multi-goal third period deficit to win in overtime once. That one, a tweet coming from uh, Ryan Pike um, from Sports at that... sixty. Now that you bring up that like stat for the Flames, I'm pr- I gotta go find it now. But I'm pretty sure this may be like only the second comeback from behind victory, like going into the third period down by two goals, uh, under or not uh, 
under DJ Smith or something. I yeah, saw somebody tweet that. Really? No, that's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, that's that's right, Ryan. That's right. Yeah, that's an ultimate sensing. Holy shit! This just and the script keeps been getting the coach better for like and better. Four years, yeah. and he's a horrible coach. Oh, yeah. so bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's a horrible coach. Like, no, we're we're on this train with I you. Know. Oh, I know, boys. Um, let's see here. Two of those Montreal wins are against Calgary as well. That's also correct. Um, Mad Sogard is the Adam Fox trade tree. LOL. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, because he's big. Um, right. It's the hope that he, that kills you. Uh, but, but, but let's see what else is everybody saying here. First time tuning in. First time in the chat. Flames just can't come up in big moments this season. This one from This Is Doogie. Uh, first of all, thank you for joining us. It's great to have you here. And I'm sorry that you're joining us on the heels of one of the worst performances in the last three minutes of a hockey game I've seen this this team play uh, in the eight years that I've been covering this team. So um, kudos to you for sticking around here to be listen to me vent. Um, refs decided to end us in game seven will be better this time oh i think that's just going with someone they're, they're having a conversation with each other nate saying death taxes and the flames losing to the sins that goes back to the bubble where ottawa was they made calgary like Dominated they calgary. were so yeah. good against calgary that was the year i was saying the sins won't outskill you but they will definitely outwork you and now mm-hmm. it's like that kind of rings true tonight but the sins are like also kind of getting better because like Stutzel's great and um uh, Kachuk is Kachuk. I, I I just miss saying the name Kachuk on Game Over Calgary shows because yeah. Matthew and I miss you. We should never See, left. It's kind of interesting that the narrative coming out of tonight too is like uh, Timmy had this great four point night, but me and Mitch were kind of t- uh, texting each other all night that he was. It was kind He's of bad. one of his. It was one of his more rough games of the season. He could not control the puck one bit. Yep. Yep. Did you hear them say on the broadcast that it was warm in the building? Yeah. No. What? They, were ta- really? they were talking. I don't know. The commentators at one point, I forget which period, but they mentioned that it felt really warm in the building and they think it might have been affecting the ice. Oh, really? Which would make sense. Yeah. It, could also it was just a very that, sloppy game. It could also just mean that Rick Ball and Kelly Rudy sit in the fucking boonies uh, yeah. in Calgary in the press box. And they also mm-hmm. don't know what it feels like to be in a, in a building that's pretty probably pretty full compared to Calgary. Um, anyways, I digress. The saddle dump uh, lives on. Uh, Jay Money saying Carolina traded Adam Fox to New York for a New York Rangers second. That second was traded to Ottawa from Calgary for a second and a third. Ottawa then selected Sogard with that second. Therefore, Calgary gave Ottawa the piece to beat Calgary. <laughs> this script is fucked. This Steve is so needs fucked. to get on yeah, that right now. Steve, please yeah. do the do the mad so- or the Adam Fox trade tree. And uh, Jesus, yeah, Steve, you got to get on My that. God. That's crazy. That's, that's awesome. That's that's crazy. Um, I I feel like the uh, like I'm not too familiar with the Adam Fox trade tree, but I feel like it's mostly picks being exchanged, but then those picks turning into players. Um. Well, the big like, like the oh, big, he was a part of the Dougie he was the, Hamilton he was the one, Dougie right? Hamilton, Adam okay. Fox, Michael Furland, for Noah Hannafin, Elias Lindholm. Okay, and a pick, I think. Something long. Maybe so that Fox was the went, pick. He went from Calgary to Carolina, then to the Rangers. Oh no! Uh, yes, yes, okay. yeah. yes. Because okay. then they traded him because he only wanted to play for the Rangers. Yeah, his rights uh, were traded twice. Yeah, his ra- his rights okay. were traded twice before he actually signed an NHL contract. So, um, one more thing. Yeah, James is saying, ah, oh, why? Just recapping all this stuff here. Um, 
one last thing before we put a bow on today's episode. we got a little bit of time left here before our Zoom call kicks us out. Uh, I understand being tired with Sutter, but Trilliving is just as much to blame. His fingerprints are all over this team. I understand that his fingerprints are all over this team, but I think that Trilliving has done an okay job given, like, Gaudreau wasn't going to come back. There was no money. I don't think there could have been any money that would have made sense that would have brought him back to Calgary. He was set on the East. So people need to get off that train of blaming Bradtree Living for Johnny Gaudreau leaving. Matthew Kachuk told him he was going to leave, but he was handcuffed with like five teams that Matthew Kachuk would have went to and signed a contract with. So, you know, he picked a team that he was willing to do so with. I thought at the time, a lot of people at the time thought that was a pretty good trade, getting Mackenzie Weger, Cole Schwint, um, Jonathan Huberto in a first-round pick for him. So there's that. The Nazem Kadri signing, I think, was was pretty solid. I don't think Kadri's been terrible for the Flames this year. Obviously, the later part of that contract is going to be a little ugly, but... I don't think I, I think there's more to blame on Daryl and his utilization of the lineup and, and how he puts his lines together and how he kind of like, you know, look, I'll preface with Daryl Sutter knows more about hockey in his in his pinky, uh, his pinky fingernail than I do in my entire body. So um, but I just think there's been some question marks with how he's utilized and deployed the lineups. Um, so I get your point on that. But at the same time, uh it's it's uh, it's frustrating to see what Daryl Sutter's been doing. We're going to lose some time here, so I'll, I'll put a bow on today's episode of Game Over Calgary. What a good one it was. Boys, uh, Ryan, I'll start with you. The floor is yours. Plug away whatever the hell you guys are up to these days. Uh, and, yeah, just let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, I, uh, I'll stick along the lines of our uh, our podcast there that we're uh... – we're trying to get going kind of two times a week here consistently is the the bandwagon hockey podcast um you can find us at that handle pretty much on all social platforms and anywhere you find your podcasts um so subscribe on youtube that would be fantastic anything is appreciated um mitch i don't know if you got anything to add there not much that not much else to add to that one but uh yeah, I know. Would appreciate a follow from anyone listening. Hope everyone enjoyed us tagging along the uh, the SDPN train, and I uh, hope we can maybe come back on some other time. Hell of a yeah, debut, thank fellas. Thank you. Of course, thank hey, you for bringing us on. Of course, man. Of appreciate course, it. I uh, I told you guys that we would try to make something work, and we made it work. So, uh, hell of a debut, boys. This was fun. I appreciate it uh, as much as everybody else who followed along. I'm sure your next game over Calgary will be on Thursday, February the 16th. Peter Klein will host that one against the Detroit Red Wings. Um, should be hopefully a good one. We don't know how it's going to be with this Calgary Flames team losing to teams that they should be beating. This has been Game Over Calgary on the heels of a Calgary Flames overtime loss to the Ottawa Senators. Uh, stay safe, everybody. Be well. Have fun doing whatever you're doing, not watching the Flames because they've been abysmal. Um, and, uh, we, yeah, if you're listening on Playback, please be sure to subscribe on Spotify. Uh, subscribe to SDPN Sports on YouTube and uh, give us a five-star rating. Until then, we will talk to you guys in the next Game Over Calgary. Be well, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook.